0: on KTOE. Middays with Lisa Kay. It's Talk of the Town. I'm gonna try this. It's a long distance phone call to my friend Al Bat, who happens to be, well, probably stuck in a hotel room somewhere, but in Alaska. Al, are you there?
1: I am here. I hope everyone's having a great day. I am in Haynes, Alaska. And some of you might be saying, where the heck is Haynes, Alaska? We are, uh, I know a lot of folks have been cruise passengers. We are 14 miles south of Skagway, uh, 80 miles north of Juneau. But by road, we're 363 miles from Skagway. 244 miles probably from Whitehorse in the capital of the Yukon and if uh, folks want to drive to Seattle from here it's 1,625 miles so uh, pack a lunch for that one I think. Wow. Uh, Haines is one of the most beautiful places with giant mountains jutting from the sea and the wide Chilcat River Valley cutting through it and today it is 42 degrees here, but it's, uh, I think it's the definition of drizzle. It just comes down all the time. And yet, I have to walk quite a while before I get wet but it's just coming down. In November, the average high is uh, 34 degrees and the low is 25, but they average eight and a quarter inches of precipitation every November. So Mm. it's a rainy place and a snowy place. It's named for Mrs. Haynes, who was a secretary of the Presbyterian National Woman's Missionary Board, who uh, like so many uh, who get places named out, never visited here, but she was <laughs> supportive of the mission so but Haines is situated at the upper end of North America's longest and deepest fjord. So it's, and every time I come here, Lisa, I'm reminded of something Marcus Aurelius said. And I hope I'm going to get all the words right. I doubt I will. But when you arise in the morning, think of what a... Precious privilege it is to be alive, and it's just so beautiful here. I I just marvel at everything I see, and I've been coming here uh, for a long time. So I, I run into old friends who are uh, old friends are they shine like diamonds. Mm. And uh, a friend from Florida helped me change two flat tires up here on a rental car one year and the second flat leaves you with uh, limited options Uh, (laughs) you just don't have enough tires to go around Uh, another fellow who runs a travel company up here tried to hire me uh, this is how desperate he was (laughs) tried to hire me as a naturalist to work with cruise ship passengers many years ago so each year he reminds me that he'd still hire me but each year the The price that he's given me is going down, so it don't (laughs) seem to be one of his big goals anymore. (laughs) But uh, we are, uh, it's not, there's not a lot of people here. No? Uh, Alaska has boroughs, and they're sort of like counties, although I'm sure they will tell you that they're nothing like counties. There's 19 of them in Alaska. Then there's most of the state is in an unorganized borough. And, but Haynes has a borough. Uh, the last population estimate that I saw was 2056, although I read something in the paper a while ago that the borough was disputing that. They said they were missing 500 people. So yeah, I'm sure you'd notice if 500 people disappeared. The native people here—it's called—it's Clinkit is a name, but oh, okay. it's spelled T L I N G I T, which is a hard word for a lot of folks to get their tongue around. It just doesn't seem like it should be Clinkit. Uh, 1898 gold was discovered here, Lisa at the okay. Porcupine Creek. And there, if you go to the, the TV, there's something called Gold Rush Alaska TV show that is still working on a porcupine creek, and it's been on for a long, long time. Uh, White Fang was filmed here in 1998, uh, 1904, Fort Seward uh, was built in an effort to control the unruly behavior of stampeding gold seekers. So they built a fort, and then it continued. And I, I got a text from somebody yesterday. He said, what is the price of gas in Haines, Alaska? $5.96 oh, a gallon. wow.
0: Okay, yeah, that's awfully so expensive. It, it,
1: it's good there's not a whole lot of roads, so you don't have to drive. A friend of mine just bought a... Uh, an electric car here, so her husband got a charger so she can charge it up, and she's driving around with that. and Just seems happy as a clam, and there uh, there aren't charging stations here, so charging stations would have to be in your home. But mm-hmm. she is, she's so happy. There is a Hammer Museum here. It's not like the Hammer Museum out in in California. This one has 7,000 hammers in the collection (laughs) and 2,000 on display. I've taken a lot of photos of it. It's just hammer on top of hammer. Uh, One weighs less than a quarter of an ounce. Another one weighs over 40 pounds. And Outside the Hammer Museum is a 20-foot hammer. Uh, the Haines Brewery, which isn't very far from where I'm speaking, and the reason I mention that is it's owned by Paul Wheeler, who is uh, from Owatonna, Minnesota. Oh, cool!
0: He's.
1: Yeah, so there, Lisa, There's as many Minnesotans as there are bald eagles here. It's just, uh, it just seems every third or fourth person. And I get asked a lot, well, you must know Lisa Kay. (laughs) You know, it's just one of those things, you know, when you travel, people say, you're from Minnesota. Well, you probably know my cousin. I said, Yeah, so I I don't know him, but it's good. But once in a while, we were up here, and somebody said they were originally from a little town that uh, I'm sure you won't know where it's from. And they were from Matawan. I knew their family and everything else, so sometimes it works out.
0: Wow. Well, see, that's the that's the thing to do. Uh, ask if you know somebody. And Minnesota probably a little bit bigger than they realize. Then.
1: Yes. Yeah. There's a Texan I just talked to. He came up <laughs> here to see what a big state really looks like. There you go.
0: There you go. The last frontier. Uh, Al Bat is in Haines, Alaska, talking to us here on Talk of the Town today. What kind of animals live in Alaska? What are you seeing? Have you seen anything yet?
1: I sure have. Bald eagles, of course. This is the Valley of the Eagles. And uh, the coho and chum salmon run were near records this year. So there's a lot of spawned out salmon for the bald eagles. So they can just come down and get anything they want anytime as far as eating. They are hassled by American crows, uh, black-billed magpies, even Stellar's Jays are out there. And there's lots of gulls. The gulls here right now are probably mostly glaucus-winged, and uh, short-billed would be the the main gulls, I guess, that we'd see. I'm seeing a lot of the stuff we have at home, uh, juncos, common mergansers, buffleheads, Canada geese, mallards, and then we add some barrows, golden eyes here. Uh, instead of the jet... Instead of our black-capped chickadee, I'm seeing chestnut-backed chickadees, which are just equally endearing. An American dipper, a little bird that walks on the bottom of a rushing river. Uh, pine siskins that we get in the winter at home. Stellar's jays. Uh, they are so beautiful. And pine grosbeaks, common red pole, red and white crossbills, bears. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, uh, a sow a female bear, wandering around here with uh, two young cubs, and uh, they're just beautiful to see. These are grizzlies. Uh, also a moose, so there are a lot of things to see. And the Stellar's jays, uh, you know, there's a name change coming through uh, where they're gonna do away with the eponymic names like Stellar and Audubon and Wilson and. Franklins and all these. So they're going to do away with those names. And so there'll be 70 to 80 birds. This is being done by the American Ornithological Society. And they want the birds' names to be more descriptive. It'll also sell a lot of new field guides because the names all go away. You'll have new names there, so you got to get another book. They are... I can't imagine what Stellar's. I'm excited about it. I'm just trying to figure out what the Stellar's jays names will be, the Franklin's gulls that we have at home, the Wilson's warblers that we see go through, the Lincoln's sparrows. All these birds that we have in Minnesota will get new names. And I know a friend is telling me, he said, it took my, me my whole life to learn these names. And now they're going to change them. And I said, yes, isn't it great? <laughs> he wasn't quite so excited about it. But I'm just so interesting and interested in what the names come up with. And it's not a, there was the old squaw duck. And they changed that to the long-tailed duck a few years back. There was the McCown's Long Spur, was named after a Confederate gent. I think he was a general, Confederate anyway, and that was changed to Thickbill Logsworth. So we've gone through this bit by bit, so we should be kind of used to it. Uh, The last I heard, the Audubon Society is still going to keep that name because they said it's more descriptive of the society than of the man. So I don't (laughs) know that that'll change. And I'm all for birds doing away with it you know when uh, my ancestors came to this country they pointed at a bird and said that's a blue jay and the native americans already had a name for that bird and they had to learn our blue jay so uh, it it can be done and i again i'm just thrilled about it all because i think it's exciting just to learn what these different birds will be I, i can't imagine what some of them will be but it'll be fun and uh, it'll give you a new chance, Lisa, to learn all those birds all over again. And who could ask for more in life?
0: <laughs> Just a chance to learn. i got a couple of questions if you want to stick around for a couple of sure. minutes. Want to know, you mentioned grizzly bears. So somebody wanted to know if a grizzly bear is the same as a brown bear, if there's a difference. And uh, about polar bears, are there polar bears in Alaska? We'll check in with Al Bat as uh, he's going to join us here on segment two on Talk of the Town. Al, thanks so much. Hang on. We'll sure. have you on hold there. Sounds like very busy as he's in Haines, Alaska, giving us a little update on we'll Talk of the Town today. It's KTOE, Lisa K on your midday. We've got Al Bat on the phone with us from Haines, Alaska. So that's where you, you said you were around that same temperature, Al.
1: Yeah, we're 42. Yeah. So, But we just have a steady drizzle. It just comes down and I, I put on a hat and it's dripping from the brim. <laughs> So it's, it just comes down, and it uh, it's rained pretty much the whole time I've been here, which you, you kind of expect this time of year.
0: That's why you get that it, beautiful green.
1: That's right. Yeah, it's uh, they can they a lot of gardeners here. There's there's gardeners and dogs. Oh. and I was watching dogs this morning a big yellow one and a big white one and a little like pseudo dog or auxiliary dog of some (laughs) kind. And I remember years ago reading something. I have no idea who wrote it. I'm sorry, I can't give them credit. But it was, why does watching a dog be a dog fill us with happiness? Mm. And I said, yeah, I, I don't know. I watched those dogs just doing dog things, sniffing around, and I don't know. It just made me happy uh you asked about polar bears uh polar bears in alaska i know they come in the winter they come as far south as st lawrence island and probably even a little bit further than that at some time but there are polar bears here we don't have them in southeast alaska what we have are uh, black bears like we have in minnesota and then there are grizzlies or brown bears and what is the difference It's, I guess, regional uh, grizzlies are actually a a subspecies of the brown bear. And the grizzlies are found in the dense forests and mountain valleys and those kind of places. Uh, Brown bears are typically found on the coasts. So it's the same bear, but it's not the same bear, if that mm. makes any sense. Okay. So the ones, uh, you know, that are in uh, uh, western U.S. and things, those are, are grizzlies for the most part Till so you get to the coast, and then they become brown bears. And uh, Alaska has the Kodiak bears, which are these uh, bears that are just massive in size. Uh, so uh, some of those are it's just uh probably a lot of genetics uh, that play into that but they are so big it's just i saw i i've not seen one in person but i've seen a stuffed taxidermied one <laughs> and i wouldn't want to meet one in a dark alley no just, oh my goodness they're they're so so big i am uh Uh, involved with the American Bald Eagle Foundation here, so I'm up. We're having our annual meeting. In 1982, a fellow by the name of Dave Olerud, and he lives between Boyd and Dawson, Minnesota, and he came up here to teach. He started a business. He now owns uh, Olerud's uh, Market Center, a grocery store and a sports shop. But he decided to... uh, make this bald eagle foundation he had this vision and he was building the building and it fell on him and he's been paralyzed from the waist down and in a wheelchair ever since but boy he's a dynamic fella and he is still promoting this uh, all that he can and like i said it was 1982 and he's still going with everything and anything that's bald eagle is involved in that it's uh it's fun being here, Lisa. We love the mountains. I think it's because we, you know, we're prairie folks, and the yeah. only thing that changes is the direction the wind blows. And <laughs> you know, when I was a kid on the farm, we had Holsteins and Angus, and wherever they would make a deposit on the ground, <laughs> that was a That was a mountain to us. That was about as tall as things got there. I'd I'd climb up into a tree and just sit up there and say, wow, this is amazing to be that high. John Muir wrote that the mountains are calling and I must go. I think that's the reason that I see so many Minnesotans up here. They like the mountains. I know the folks that get off the cruise ships have told me so many times, the mountains, the mountains, and sometimes they can't make more words go with it. Mm -hmm. They're so amazed to see these beautiful, beautiful mountains, and it's... uh, it's a lovely place to be, and uh, back to the polar bears. For folks that really want to see polar bears, of course, Churchill, Manitoba, is a place that they just have a, a lot of a lot of polar bears. Uh, a lot of friends that are photographers go there. Uh, I just talked to a friend this morning has been there I think seven times now, taking pictures of polar bears. Uh, they're huge animals, and they always tell us they're the the only animal that might actually stalk a human, Mm -hmm. which is kind of scary when you're up there taking photos of them, I guess. But they are... uh They're exquisite beings, as are all bears. There's just something about a bear. I don't know. And we have the bear clan of Clinkets here, and the eagle clan, and uh, the raven clan, maybe. I shouldn't get off talking about (laughs) them because I don't know what all they are or what they believe. But I'm guessing the bear clan will not eat bear. I just have that feeling because they uh, consider that as um, an equal being to them. So it's, uh, as I said, there's no snow at all. There was a little snow before I got here, then it rained, and it's all gone. Uh, The photographers for the bald eagles and things would prefer snow. It just pretties up the photos. So they were hoping for snow, but uh, you know, you don't get everything you want in life. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that, but uh, mm-hmm. you just don't get you. You can wish as much as you want, but you don't always get what you what you want. But you know, sometimes what you get, Lisa, it's better than what you wanted. <laughs> sometimes so it's what you, you
0: need. <laughs> That's right, yeah, absolutely. I know that you're doing some speaking while you're there, so I really hope that you're able to get out and about and check out more wildlife and more scenery I uh, as you're talking, I just my mind went back to the White Pass rail line that I rode up the mountains and uh, yeah, I just disappeared for a moment there. <laughs>
1: At least that's, uh, for folks, that that's out of Skagway. Yeah. And it's remarkable. Tells the story of the people that came in pursuit of gold.
0: Right, and it's just a, the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen, so I'm I, um, I'm a little jealous that you're there right even now. Even more
1: beautiful than Mankato?
0: More beautiful than Mankato. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> well, how long are you there? When do you come home?
1: I will be home, I think, uh, next Tuesday. Okay. the... I travel by ferry and by plane, so I love the ferry. It's a four and a half hour ferry ride between Haines and Juneau to get to the airport. So if everything goes by schedule and the weather behaves,
0: Tuesday. Well, the next time I talk to you then will be from the comfort of your own home, I believe. That's right. So, <laughs> Al Batt, who is in Haines, Alaska right now, spending some time talking to us about the things that he's seeing. I love seeing the world through your eyes. Al, thank you so much. We certainly appreciate thank you, it. Thank you, Lisa. Have a good one and have a safe travel home, please.
1: I will. Thanks, everybody, for listening.